Okay. All right. All right. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. And um, Joseph, I don't know if you heard this, but the SAG strikes over. Oh my God. So yeah. that means we can finally start discussing relevant topics? It does. It means we can finally talk about tentpole blockbuster franchises. Wait, Sam, I don't know if you heard, uh-huh. but it's our 10th episode. No, it's not. Really? Yeah, it really I is. I really didn't know that. <laughs> I knew you did wow. it. I was excited to share that with Thank you. Thank you for sharing. That put me in a good mood up top. That's good. So, Joe, what's up with you today? Wait, we have to do the... This is Happenstance. <laughs> stance. Stance. A podcast where, where we, we... Give our stance on what happens in TV shows or movies that we haven't seen. And today we're doing it again for the 10th time. But we still can't do the intro right. Yeah. Guys, it's harder than you might think to say some stuff. That's what I'll say. That's what some stuff you planned on saying, not easy to say. Joe, how's it going today? How are you? It's it's I feel like I'm in a wide dystopia, but not one romantic interest to be found, let alone two. Damn. <laughs> real. Hashtag real on that one. Sam, how are you doing today? I actually have three ways to describe how I'm doing today. And for once, they're all true. Whoa, you're saying you've lied on this podcast? I am. I'm saying a lo- oftentimes in this portion of the podcast, I'm lying as a bit. But today, no. Number one, I'm feeling helpless about the government's actions. Okay, that's that's real. Number two, I'm feeling like number one. Just the best, you know, I'm the best me I can be. Okay. I'm the first. You're breaking new ground. Yeah. And then number three. I have two visits in the positions of snake bite piercings below my lip. And those are just all, those are three facts about me. Well, that's so strange because that reminds me so much of the topic we're discussing today. The Hunger, Hunger Games, Games, a ballad of oh, songbirds song. and snakes. I just can't, can't even say begin it. to say it. <laughs> Happenstance. Why is it 10 like words long? I think what makes me mad about it is like it's so obvious that this pattern started with the Song of Ice and Fire, like the Game of Thrones. Yeah. And now like everyone's doing it. Well, okay, here's what I think it's too long, but I think it's a sleigh. That's where I'm I'm torn. I'm torn because I when I try to remember the name, think The Hunger Games a ballad of songs and snakes, but a ballad of songs Song. that's not that's- that doesn't even make sense. As hell, yeah. But maybe it's just maybe it'll become known in history as songbirds and snakes. It'll just be sass. Is it really snakes and not serpents? It's snakes. That's that's lame. But the serpents are like Harry Potter. Snakes are like the most manipulative person on Big Brother. You right. Know? Or Taylor like, Swift. Exactly. People who are running games on other people. Mm-hmm. So that feels relevant to me. What do you already know about this movie? I know that it's a prequel, and I mm-hmm. think I like absorbed somewhere that it's about the first Hunger Game. Okay, that's what I think too. Just one Hunger Game. Hunger Game. It should be called <laughs> Hunger Game: Colon A Ballad of Songbirds, or just Hunger Game. Hunger. Yeah, that's a sleigh too. Whoa, the Hunger Game. The Hunger Game. That made me feel scared. Literally, that's good. I'm shaking in my boots. Yeah, and obviously it's a prequel too. The, the most important Gen Z millennial cusp dystopia book and movie set, which the Hunger Games up. It literally is still 
the echoing through our society today and I like feel. always will be yeah they tried to ban some places when they were i think they're still doing banned books hardcore they were trying to get rid of the hunger games i don't even know if you can read the hunger games in florida right now well okay one of the things i was thinking uh, uh last night when i couldn't sleep is that like one of the ways our society is still the hunger games is like college athletes it's like the only way these kids can get out of their town is that they have to literally put themselves through like repeated head injuries and then die early deaths. Totally. And mysterious benefactors can send them stuff that improves their life yes, in the game. But they can't actually receive any monetary compensation themselves. It's all like glory and all these other things. And it's just because they're in this like situation where there's no upward mobility unless they do this that's true and then i will say fun secret is someone who went to an sec school they can receive monetary compensation (laughs) if they're like the best guy we got type situation it's not above board but they're being funded good honestly yeah good for them good for them yeah hunger games is just real basically big brothers hunger games the u.s government's hunger games basically that's i don't i can't think of a third thing (laughs) Because we're just living in it. We're just living. It's the water we swim in. Right. And I just think, like, I respect this series. I actually do respect this series. No, I'm trying to put my three fingers up and whistle, like, every day. It's the worst time for not being able to whistle, (laughs) I think, to live. I can whistle, and I do practice that one in the car. Goosebumps. Instant (laughs) goosebumps. I wish I could do that so bad. (laughs) Well, okay. Also, I think it's like dangerous to teach middle schoolers about the wealth gap and radical. Yeah. Yeah. And and like literally it's about tearing down the system that looks uncannily like our own. Right. Yeah. But the whole trick is it's like this is a dystopia. So you're like, this is later. Right. And it is famously set. I think if I remember my Pan Am history, Panem, sorry, history well. (laughs) I think the incidents that led to our current society's downfall, thus enabling this new society to come together, happened around current times. The 2020s is when our society fell. Well, that seems prescient. Doesn't it? I also think it's interesting that she never, like, it's, like, just hinted. It's between the lines that it takes place in America, even. Like, it's, like, Pan Am, and obviously we're supposed to know that that's Pan Am. Well, if you're a real head, you look at the map and then you Google it and there's a website that tells you that District 12 or Catherine's from, or Catherine, oh my <laughs> God, literally smack me across the face. How dare I call Katniss just Catherine? Um, but Catherine is from District 12, which is um, coal country. Okay, like Kentucky. Virginia, okay. North Carolina, Kentucky, yeah. And you can go through and see the part of America that's left and pick out what states make up which of the districts. One of the things that's really unrealistic about the Hunger Games is that they have a train system, like a killer train system. The train system rocks. Through all of America, which we do not have. But maybe that's one of the things when society came back, they looked at our records and they were like, this highway shit is not, we're not doing that again. Like, I do think in Hunger Games universe, there are some things people have improved at. Would you like to name another one? (laughs) American style oppression. By which I mean oppression of the American people on our U.S. soils. Okay. Yeah, we're being more blatant about it. And they've really got it down to quite the science, (laughs) the Hunger Games being part of that. Um, And it seems pretty racially egalitarian in terms of oppression. It's not. Really? No, because the lower 
the higher number districts are the ones where like um rue from the first hunger Games is from a district that's like all black people and it's one of the most outlier districts that has the least resources katniss is from like the one where people are i guess biracial because katniss <laughs> was supposed to be like vaguely biracial or like light brown i think okay, okay and that's okay. district 12 and I think Rue was from 13. And then all the like scary um, Uber menches are in District 1. Okay, okay, okay. So Suzanne is racially cognizant, I think. Okay, more than the movies are. More than the movies are, I think Suzanne was. I do. Will you do the whistle again? I have my three fingers up. That was for Suzanne. Like, I, I do. I think there's two YA authors who are some of the most powerful women of this past two decades and it's stephanie myers Duh. not woke no <laughs> not feminist not radical mm-hmm. and then there's suzanne collins woke feminist radical and i think that's the spectrum of female author success i feel like you do have to read your twilight before you get to the hunger you Games. have to yeah you need to freaking sit down and study the text <laughs> that is twilight if you th- are going to try to call yourself a modern person in society so yeah basically read your books everyone <laughs> read read your books <laughs> I also think, at least in my middle school, the Hunger Games books were some of the first books that people in my class, like, ever read, like, ever. Totally. Totally. Yeah, because they're a big deal. Yeah. And, like, they were, like, contraband items. Like, we would just give them to each other, Pass like, at lunch. Around. Yeah. That's when you know a book's good if you're passing it around. Yeah. That's huge. And everyone's getting in on it, even the people who don't, can't don't read. read. This is <laughs> off topic. In eighth grade, my one friend came across this slim novel that had a description of blowjobs with a flavored condom in it, uh-huh. which was, like, shocking, mind-blowing stuff <laughs> to the eighth grade girls of Petal Middle School. And for, like, literally two months, we all passed that book around, and everyone would be like, did you read it? And they'd be like, oh my god. That's how we acted about like the click books in like fourth grade. Those were also like that because yeah. that was there were such displays of being a bitch in there. Yeah, and also like, like did we, you read that? We barely knew about periods. Right on. Yes. Anything you barely know about where suddenly there's like yeah. a crazy description in your little young chubby hands is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but the the Hunger Games movies. I don't know where to start, but there's so much to say about those as well. I mean, just Jennifer Lawrence. I could do a whole other podcast about Jennifer Lawrence, Colin. What's her deal? Now she's like too skinny. Yeah, and a mom. A skinny kind of cunty mom, which I think... That's kind of I fun. have respect for that, but I feel like I just never connected with J-Law the way it seems like we were all supposed to. I think it's because like... I don't think her charisma comes out in her movie roles, actually. Mm. And, like, in The Hunger Games, I think she's bland as hell. Yes, but I also think The Hunger Games... I think her as Katniss, brown hair braid, is her biggest win. Like, I think that's... I'm gonna say I think that's her best work when she's got a stiff upper lip Mm -hmm. and is, like, striding and stuff. But that's not natural for her, I guess not. Yeah. Huh. And I, I that's why I feel like she's kind of slippery is because like we got to know her through her like off the cuff interviews and like being wacky and falling at the Oscars. But that's why like I feel confused by her. Yeah, that makes sense. I also think it was hard too during her like prime because she had roles where she was a teen and then she had roles where she was like 45 and then actually she was like 26. Yes. The whole time. And that was really She went through a phase where she was only playing 45-year-olds with strong New York accents. And, like, what is that? I, I, feel, I do kind of feel bad for what happened to Jennifer Lawrence in the industry. She was in an Oscar bait movie first, which is crazy. She could have had, like, a Florence Which Pugh one? Thing Winter's going. Bone? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then instead, 
whatever happened happened and now she's in no hard feelings which i haven't seen but i'm gonna watch i'll admit that but it is not it's a lowbrow movie but i feel like they positioned it as like broad comedy is back Mm -hmm. and women can be nasty in it now which is one of my dreams and i don't think that's true actually that like big comedy movies are back and women can be nasty in them but i like that that movie took a swing at it right and i guess they did need the star power of jennifer lawrence being back to get away with it right but as far as i know it didn't do well in the box office so also i think the guy she's failure to launching is an actual teen which is a lot that's interesting that's interesting see i think if that's the case it should have been even goofier and someone like kristen wig should have been in it as the seductress woman and there should have been like people falling and getting hit by cars and like screaming and stuff i think she should be in one of like the movies that we're excited to see like priscilla in that may december movie that's gonna come out i wish she was more allowed to be that still because I think in the past that would have been her life. If she could become Julianne Moore, mm-hmm. who was also in the Hunger Games movie as the slaying silver-haired female president. Right. I think that'd be incredible for her. And I could kind of see it. I could kind of see it. Because I feel like Julianne can play... Julianne in her prime could have played Katniss, but also is like fun and likable and has a weird accent in movies sometimes. Yeah. Which is her natural accent, right? Boston? Yeah. Yeah. She's had like fun, light, silly roles too. And then she's been in real heavy hitters. She has the range. Yeah. And longevity. And I think Jennifer Lawrence like kind of tried to get that range too early almost in her career. And people just weren't buying it slash like... I don't think she had it yet, but I think she just took too many wild swings too early. Well, I think it was weird because I feel like it was like her audience was like young, the, right. the Gen Z millennial cuspies. And then all of a sudden she's being in these movies that are like, what if a woman who smoked in Ohio invented the mop? What if a woman who smoked in Ohio met Bradley Cooper after he lost 60 pounds? And she was always in movies with Bradley Cooper too. What was up with Why? that? And he was like 20 years older than her. That's the freaking industry. Yeah. People. The industry is also the Hunger Games. Say that. Of. Say that. Anyway, I do have one question that I came up against, despite pretty well knowing my Panem history, is why is the Hunger Games their solution? Do you know? Do you remember directly why it's their solution to like the people like trying to uprise against the government and like being starving? I guess what it basically is is like the murder of hope, which is something that yes. plays a lot into my happenstance today. But just on, I was looking for it on like a one to one type thing because I do know if you win the Hunger Games, I think your district, you and your district, get like treats. Yeah. For it, maybe you know what? Maybe in a ballad and song, Bird and Snakes, we're gonna learn the nitty gritty. I hope so. Of why the Hunger Game needed to happen. Yeah, because like I think about it in comparison to like the Purge, mm-hmm. and the whole idea of the Purge is after you have a Purge day, nothing bad happens the whole rest of the year. Right. And it just doesn't seem to me like the Hunger Games would do that with people's uprisings. But I just, I don't know. I'm not qualified to run. A fascist government, I guess. Because you would think that if your child was always under threat, that would motivate you extra. Right. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It does give people reality TV, which is the opiate of the masses. I think Suzanne was really just playing off of like the rise of reality TV in that era where she was writing it and also specifically reality TV about children. There's this show that briefly existed on one of the big networks, maybe like Fox, where I don't remember. It's called like Kids Wild West or something. And they got a ghost town and they filled it with children ages 10 to like 16 and were like, run a society. And I don't (laughs) think that many episodes of it 
still exists because these kids are like breaking down but it was like literally they just put a bunch of kids together and made them fight and we're like figure out how to make mac and cheese and then they're all like crying and stirring a giant pot that's kind of fun that's like one of the flies with cameras yes which is but like then you add the cameras and all the adults standing around like not helping the child stir the mac and cheese and right like, and oh, then they can't they wouldn't get it together in that case like i do believe they could figure out mac and cheese if there weren't adults or cameras it would take a while yeah but sure. maybe monkeys typewriters It'd be different. You know? yeah a kid could eventually make mac and cheese <laughs> yeah. if pressed i agree What's your favorite part of the OG Hunger Games movies? My favorite part from the Hunger Games book and movies is like the part before the Hunger Games actually starts when she's like being press coach. Getting made over. Yes. Getting yes. getting the leg hair ripped off her. And I like that too. It's like a pop star movie. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's what why the Hunger Games was good because it is fun too. Yeah. It has so much evil slaying in it. Yeah. Like it really does. Yeah. And I do like, I don't know, I liked how Katniss had to pretend Peto is her boyfriend and like things, moments like that. That's know? the writing. That's Suzanne. Yeah. That's all Suzanne. The characters are good. Like, the characters are well fleshed out. Like, right. even, like, Caesar Flickman or whatever, the announcer guy. Effie. Effie, let's go. Hamish, let's go. <laughs> Basically, I think of everyone in the Hunger Games, and I think, let's fucking go. Yes. Even President Snow. Let's fucking I'm, go. I'm ride or die for, for President, President Snow. Snow. <laughs> Me too. He's killing it. And then um, in the first movie, the game master whose sideburns are in the shape of flames. Oh, don't even freaking get me started. Let's go. Well, okay. I think that's the problem with our society is that we are in a horrible, in a in a quality filled uh, dystopia, but yeah. no one's slaying. Oh, I think we're getting there. I think it's like literally Suzanne wrote the template. Okay. Well, I want Joe Biden to have flame sideburns. Okay. I second that. I second that. And I think that would be a more quick way to be like, oh, this guy's evil coded. You know? Sure. If people who were like, I need to have flame sideburns did, that would be a helpful visual cue. <laughs> For who to be like, that's a bad guy. But then the one who's... Because, okay, let's be honest. The two presidential candidates are always going to be evil. But, like, they, they're they both evil-coded. But, like, maybe in a specific way. They should lean in. So you know, like, which kind of evil yeah, they are. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, um, the Julianne Moore president is also evil. Right. And she's... But she's evil just in a way of being too image-conscious and her hair is too well-blown out, I think is her visual indicator. Yeah. You're like, this woman's going to run a tight ship. Right. And and President Snow tight. is evil in like a just grizzled, almost like succession dad kind of way. He's so succession dad and he's yeah. dressing. And you know what he has that the succession dad doesn't is a thick head of hair. <laughs> he does. A thick head of hair. Even Stanley Tucci in The Hunger Games is rocking a thick head of hair. He wears Crazy. that like blue wig. People Crazy. in this movie have their hair going. I do think by the time we enter that state of society, we'll have figured out the hair loss thing. No, I I think it's literally going to be exactly <laughs> like like Suzanne did write the blueprint, like for sure. And then we have to talk about some people who aren't slaying in the Hunger Games movie, which I would argue is Josh Hutcherson. Yes. Who I do still greatly love. That's my cousin to me. He's family. <laughs> But I feel like your cousin shouldn't be in a movie, you know? But we grew up together, so I'm rooting <laughs> for him since the thorough. I've been in the freaking Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah. That's just my cousin Josh, and I'm happy for him, but what? Yeah. But Same for freaking, I don't even remember. Le- Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Okay, Miley Cyrus's N- boyfriend, the first Nepo baby boyfriend. Slaying. No, being so bland. Yes. So both of them, honestly, being so bland. I do feel like in the book, I definitely had strong thoughts 
about like PETA versus Gail. And who are you team in the book? I think I started out team Gail actually, Whoa. and then eventually I switched to PETA, obviously because you're supposed to. I was team PETA. I do agree. The books are good at being like, here's this first guy who's known you forever and is really sexy. Yeah, and then here's like your cousin. <laughs> That's basically how they present Peter in the book. It's like, and here's kind of some guy okay, who could be okay, your but, cousin. But I do think it's real as a girl where you don't want to be with the one who like loves you, you know, from afar. Katniss Peter's famous dichotomy is she's like the breadwinner. He's the yes. breadmaker. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like it's a gen- feminism. Suzanne Collins. Mm-hmm. It's, he's also good at um doing a full beat because of his cake decorating skills pita can do makeup you know what suzanne had range with writing boys she did she really did and you know what stephanie meyer too and <laughs> jacob couldn't be two more different guys literally they don't make love triangles like that anymore like a, a dark hair guy and a slightly light color guy i haven't seen anything with a good love triangle in years well yeah it's just not up for debate anymore the way that it used to be and i don't think it's just because we were teens like i genuinely think i was torn asunder at the thought of gail versus pita like i I was like oh god which one should she choose that one was tough i think once again this is this is suzanne beating stephanie but i think the thing in twilight is whichever one your team that's fine but you know it's edward and bella oh yeah like you're like this bitch bella and jacob are not supposed to he likes cliff diving well i don't think okay because i was team jacob but i also wasn't actually team jacob i just didn't yeah. like edward that's fair for all of the usual reasons people don't yeah woke yeah. girl reasons there's yeah. a lot of reasons yeah. yeah but that didn't mean i like there's no way i thought she was gonna end up with jacob exactly whereas well, it's like, like it's a compatibility thing in that one i think yes and i think she could be compatible with pita and gail yeah and i did think she was gonna end up with pita because i think the rule of thumb with love triangles is like whichever one you meet with her is the one that she's gonna end up with like in movies too oh. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, she's never with her first boyfriend at the end. Well, yeah, no one should ever be with their first boyfriend at the end. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, people who <laughs> fell in love once and hard. I can't imagine that life. I had one more thing to say about Peter Gale. What was it? I My favorite thing about Peter is that his strategy was just to paint himself like like the ground. And in the movies, <laughs> that is the funny. That's the funniest part of the movies. When you see Josh Hutcherson with Moss <laughs> face, that's so good. So good. That is, it's just funny how hard Suzanne made Peta a beta in like every way. But he's not. He can talk. He's the people. He's just the wife. He's the wife. You're not the beta because you're the wife in the relationship. He's the one who can make food, who can do makeup, and who can like charm an audience. He's a good hostess. And I do. I I respect Peta because I feel like he stands up for himself. He does. Like every time Katniss like uses their relationship for publicity, which she does all the time, he's like mad at her and you know doesn't just put up with it. No, I think Peta's a good guy. Good guy to have in your pocket. I think. Also, I think that Katniss has, like, hot girl autism Hmm. in a way where that makes her, everyone's obsessed with her, but she can't actually interact with anyone. Right. And her whole, like, I'm cold issue is that, to me at least. And so I think they're a good couple because it offsets it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Katniss doesn't even know, like, how she's perceived. No. Also, isn't Peta supposed to be, like, a little richer than her or something? Yeah, because he's the bread maker's son or whatever, and her dad works in the mines, and then he died, and her mom's just an alky. And Gail's also, like, dirt poor. Yeah. But I think it's, like, Peter's richer, but his dad hits him or something. There's trade-offs. Suzanne made some trade-offs for Peter. He's lived. He's suffered. District 12 isn't good for anybody, you know? True. Overall, hats off to both characters. Not so much the actors, but the characters. I'm going to say hats off to the actors as well. 
I feel fond to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think the franchise did that, at least not with Josh. Well, I've it's the same with the Harry Potter actors. Like, are any of them good actors? No. But are they friends and family? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's just what happens when you grew up with someone. Yeah. Your cousins. Well, actually, I do feel fonder. I guess out of the trio in the Hunger Games, I feel fondest of Josh Hutcherson. Yeah. Always rooting for Josh. Actively rooting against <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. Who the hell is Liam Hemsworth? He's the first Nepo boyfriend. Everyone said that about Taylor Swift's uh, Joe Alwyn boyfriend, but no. I think he he's a Nepo brother and boyfriend, yes. and he still hasn't been able to like do anything that. because he a charisma void. What's up with that? But to be fair, all we really know about Gail in the book is he's tall and has dark hair, and Liam Hemsworth, check, check on that one. Excellent casting. Excellent casting. Well, we know Peta. Okay, no. Josh Hutcherson does have sandy hair, right? Not sandy enough. They dyed his hair blonde. Okay. Which it is. I think it's that makes it camp because anytime a man's hair is dyed blonde for a movie, that's funny. Like Ken in the funny. Barbie movie. Like it's just a big statement. We can all just, if you're bored, look at that. <laughs> look at a well, blonde man. I think, I, okay, what I remember the headlines being was like all of the actors had to dye their hair for the movie. Because Jennifer Lawrence had to go dark. And I think Liam had to go darker. He went darker. Yeah, that's true. So I didn't know any of the actors in this. Um, but then you told me one of them. Yes. The main one is Rachel Ziegler. Yes. Famously not invited to the Oscars. In, what movie was she even in? In the Heights? In the Heights. Or Romeo. No. Romeo and Juliet. Oh. With Ansel Elgort. It was that one. Oh, West Side Story. West Side Story. West Story. Also known as Romeo and Juliet <laughs> with Ansel Elgort. <laughs> wow, well, I actually kinda, got really... Yeah. That was close. <laughs> and, and she also only got that role because she posted like a video on Twitter or whatever of her being in high school and singing um that Lady Gaga song from uh that bradley cooper movie you know what i'm talking about yeah, 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 yeah. okay that's i like that of her <laughs> i do think this little girl has gumption okay famously also in the movie hunter schaefer yes of euphoria fame excited to see her in this i'm i'm a hunter schaefer fan actually. i am too i almost wish she was the lead sorry rage yeah but i just love her no, i like and her i think too. she i think she can't be the lead because i think she has too much katniss vibes that makes sense but i feel like i think she could play katniss if they rebooted it but i think that's not what this movie is about right there needs to be some differentiating uh, so i think in this movie we have like a little nicey cutie girl is the lead in rachel ziegler i think hunters on it that and makes then sense the guy i don't actually know if this is true because i only briefly glanced to the guy i think the main guy is the blonde one from red white and royal blue i freaking hope that's true because that's it hilarious because he was the better actor in that movie he was also not a star but did you see him in bottoms he was in bottoms and he, he was, was good, good in, in bottoms i think he needs to play gayer that makes sense and i'm saying that as in he played two straight in red white and royal yeah, blue yeah yes and was gayer in bottoms and that was great okay do you know what he plays at all i don't but i have suspicions okay i have some suspicions well i saw that peter dinklage is in this that was shocking to me too i didn't know that i only knew the main three until you found that one and get this Stop. viola davis <gasps> okay wait she's actually in my dream hunger games like if i was to be in charge of who would be the julianne moore of this one mm -hmm. i think viola davis is a perfect dancer well it's like how the divergent movies somehow get like every iconic actor yeah like respected actor people want to be in these yeah and the divergent is the hunger games like ugly stepsister you know this mm -hmm. is the real freaking deal yeah this is suzanne collins the hunger game <laughs> <laughs> this is where we 
Shiver. That should have been the name of it. That's genius. <laughs> Sends a shiver down your spine. It does. Do, 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 do. That's me trying to do the whistle, but yeah. I can only sing. Do you know anyone else in it? I kind of stopped looking because I kept... Too much information. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Wait, can I dive in? Dive in. Dive in. Okay. I'm basing majority of my plot on red, white, and royal blue guy being in this. Oh, I thought you were just going to say red, white, and royal blue. <laughs> and just make it's the this. same plot but <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> I do... If Taylor Zakhar Perez was playing Rachel Ziegler's part, I think this movie would be electric. That's the other guy in red, white, and royal blue. The one who's a star but a worse actor. He's a terrible actor but i don't i love him i love him too but i don't know if he can even like be in a movie like he can because he (laughs) if josh is my cousin taylor is my brother my husband my child like i love that guy (laughs) i don't know why but i saw red white and blue i couldn't even look at the blonde guy because i was like i love this horrible acting dark-haired man so lovable yeah like Elmo or like I think Taylor Shakar Perez is as charismatic as Elmo. I don't know how that's possible. That's but a lovable. Elmo can't be in the Hunger Games. But what if he was? Look, all the same. One company owns like all the movies now. Elmo could be in the Hunger Games, probably. Okay, Suzanne, work on it. Work on it. <laughs> Maybe there should be a Hunger Games where one of the competitors is a puppet guy, like Robbie from Victorious, or like you know, just how okay. sometimes in teen shows there'll be a goofy guy who always has a, a puppet. Okay, I was gonna say. I feel like when the Muppets finally gets around to doing Muppets the Hunger Games. But that would be so good. Right. Who do you think should be Katniss? One, two, three. Fozzie Bear. (laughs) (laughs) I would cast Fozzie Bear. I think he has a more Jennifer Lawrence type vibe. Okay, interesting. I think Gonzo. Gonzo could be Gale, maybe. Or Caesar Flickman. Okay. Because Gonzo can famously either be really fun or emo. Obviously, um, Miss Piggy is uh, Effie. Effie, and that would be so good. Who's Kermit? Hamish. And okay. I think he should wear a blonde mullet wig like uh, Woody Harrelson has in the movie. Who's, um? oh, Grover is PETA probably, right? Aw, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I think actually Elmo should be in it. It's a Sesame Street crossover, and he should be the District 1 blonde guy who everyone hates. <laughs> I think we. I need to see Elmo, bad Elmo. Elmo should die a gruesome death. Yes, he should get, get eaten by the dogs by the with dogs. his loved ones' faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting too. You see the Hunger Games dogs, but it's like Big Bird, Oscar the Ground. Yeah, yeah. but there's still blood. There's still blood. Um, but anyway, okay. So I saw a red, white, and royal blue blonde guy, and I was like, he's giving Draco Malfoy. He's yeah. blonde eyebrows, blonde hair. Who could this be? And then I thought, okay. Katniss's Hunger Games is the 74th Hunger Games. Yes. And what I think I've gleaned is that this movie is the first Hunger Games. Yes. So that makes it 74 years BK before Katniss. Who who, who do we already know that f- could fit in this narrative? President Snow. Well, yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's, yeah, pres- yeah, yeah. it's got to be President Snow. He's the only old guy we even know. <laughs> And thank God, I want to see. I want to know more about him. Me this too. Is like, this is like how Harry Potter has to talk about like old, old young Dumbledore. And that's the best part of Harry Potter, dare I say, is the Dumbledore or not Dumbledore. Oh, I don't like young Dumbledore actually. I like young Voldemort. Okay, I guess I'm talking about the Harry Potter prequel movies that okay. had to be about young Dumbledore. And I, I guess don't think so. They didn't do a good job, but I think they knew that that's what we wanted, we to, wanted see. to see. I think this is like the Tom Riddle shit. In okay. the back half of Harry Potter, which I do think is the best half of that, Harry Potter. That is excellent. I think stuff. it's a, this is a villain's origin story, which is cool. Yes. For that to be. Because we are so like rooting for the lead in the Hunger Games. Yeah. And this is like, this is different. 
um so okay obviously he's president snow and then i think obviously rachel ziegler has to be his love interest interesting because i think the dynamic is that he's like he's the snake and she's the songbird yeah that's what i think and i think it's their ballad because guess what happens in ballads sad stuff it ends poorly okay so what i think happens in this movie i will say before i dive in too far the Hunter Schaefer inclusion was a wrench for me. Okay. Like, I was having a hard time, because I think Hunter Schaefer, because also Draco Malfoy vibes, blonde hair, blonde eyebrows, has to be President Snow's sister. Interesting. Because they're the same age, they look this, like, I feel like that's just gotta be it. But I don't, I don't have, a, in my heart, I didn't really have a place for a sister. So I think it is the first annual Hunger Game. And the districts have sort of just come together it's kind of gotten too big for their centralized government to handle. Mm-hmm. And people aren't happy with the way the government's handling things. So we're getting the uprisings. There's not enough food for everyone. That makes people pissed off. Right. Um, and I think whoever's the president at the time, which I guess I'm going to say is Viola Davis. That makes sense. I think she'd her. be an incredible first president. of. Well, we don't know if she's the first president of Pan Am, but the first Hunger Games president. Yeah. I think that's a great role for her. Yes. Um, so I think she's president. Giving her some respect. And I think she has this like all the mayors slash governors of the districts are like her cabinet yeah sure and i think they're like what how are we gonna quell this people the resistance they come up with the hunger game i think the mayor of district one is young president snow's rich dad Mm -hmm. and i think he's on like the board and is like let's do it and i think he's an evil mean dad and so I think part of it is the president's like, we have to show the people that anyone's child can be in yes. the game. So you have to give us your son. And I think he's like, let's fucking go. It's like sending your kid to military school or whatever. Yes. And I think he's the kind of psycho dad who's like, you send your kid to military school and you're like, he's going to be the top sniper oh my there God. ever has been. And I think that's governor snow's vibe. Okay. And I think president snow young is like a dick, but like is nice to animals or something like where we see he's not he's not a bad kid and then we see uh some other random district little rachel's looking out the window i do think in the same way like the first season of top model is like not the same quality as what we know today or like uh (laughs) the first season of rupaul's drag race is in rupaul's garage it's not in 4k yet it's like that i think this is like a jank 2000 Mm -hmm. year 2000 type reality show situation totally where they're like filming it but they don't they don't have the process down they don't have the formula down yeah they're not doing like recaps with andy cohen style caesar flickman those were excellent that was a great thing that suzanne came up with but Um, is it still like televised i think it's televised but like not 24 7 okay like the other one and that does play into my plot i think it's like there's more editing happening and i think they go to the games and snow he's a master manipulator like that's why i think he's the snake okay wait, i think he's th- got good social game so you think he's not actually like trained in any kind of combat well no because i th- it's the same way um in like early big brother they didn't know what the competitions were right gonna be, and they didn't know how you win big brother totally so they're just going in like this is real people going into a first time scenario they don't know how to win and so i think snow is just he's got social game i think rachel ziggler is a woman of the animals 
in the style of Snow White, which she's also going to play. <laughs> I think she's like, I don't think she's like riding a deer, but kind of that sort of vibe. Okay. The animals are helping her because she's a sweet girl. She's like in Dungeons and Dragons, like she would be a ranger. I don't know. <laughs> That's the, yes. She would be. Okay, sure. <laughs> Do you want to take a stab at who Hunter Schaefer is? No, okay, because I actually have two plot ideas. In this one, I think Hunter Schaefer is not in the game. Okay. I think she's the favorite child of Governor Snow. She stays in the mansion her brother goes okay and i think we get cuts the whole time that are like her in the mansion being like daddy save my brother when like bad stuff's happening to him and the dad's like he if he deserves to be the president of my company he'll make it out of the damn games okay okay he's being the succession dad yeah he's succession dad it's kendall roy in the hunger games yes and basically i think it goes all the way through and our rich boy lead snow is like doing pretty well but also ends up falling in love with rachel's Ziegler. True. And then naturally True. that boils down to there can only be one. And I think in order to like protect her, kills a bunch of people. Is he killing them like himself or like in a snaky way, I'm assuming? In a snaky way. Like I think stabbing them in the back. Traps. Kind of, okay. There's like hitting someone in the face with a rock, maybe while they're asleep. Like I think he's playing a scared boy's game. Mm-hmm. But then I think in the outside, they're editing it together oh. to make him look like the first career. And I think they go all the way to final two, him and Rachel Ziegler he's supposed to kill Rachel Ziegler and he's being all crying and being like like Rachel you kill me damn take this fucking rock I'll put my I'll do most of the work you end it Uh uh-huh and I think he like can't kill her and then I think the person who is the game master in this version of it is Peter Dinklage what a great role for him yeah, and I think he, instead of being off-site, like in the modern Hunger Games, I think sometimes they call, like they pause production, and he like comes on set to like side coach everyone. And I think like we're seeing stuff like, like it's kind of, the game's kind of rigged, Wait, and so Peter Dinklage is rigging. That's actually really fun. That's like a typical reality show. Yes. Like producers being too involved. Like that's And I think in the early stages of when, that's interesting to explore too, yeah. like the development of it. And I think him and President Snow have kind of a dynamic where President Snow's like crying and being like i'm not cut out for this and then weirdly it seems like Peter dinklage is like helping him and then i think at the end it comes down to it and he's trying to get rachel ziegler to kill him and she won't do it Mm -hmm. but then i think they call it and i think peter dinklage comes out and is like you have to kill her and he's like i'm not gonna kill her and i think peter dinklage says a cool line where he's being like you don't have a fucking choice kid and then reveals to president snow's kid or to president snow that the game's been rigged the whole time. Whoa. The trick has been he's supposed to be the first winner of the Hunger Games, and that's the deal his dad made. And so then I think the game makers in front of him like hold him back and they kill Rachel. And then they edit all the footage together to make it to look make like it look like he, he killed it. the girl he's in love with and is like evil. He's an evil motherfucker. And so that's what everyone sees. And the rest of Pan Am. And then they elect him to office? Well, I think it's like, basically, if you fall to, like, hopelessness in the face of great evil, it might as well be you then become the fascist president who's, like, signing Basically, he's just recognizing his privilege. But it's not a privilege because he's as trapped as anyone else. True. And then that hopelessness eventually leads him to just being a cog in the machine and the machine makes him the president. But I think because of this situation happening is why in the first Hunger Games it'll be revealed that he let Katniss and Peeta live in the situation with the wild berries. Because I think they made him kill his, or they they killed his girlfriend when he was in Hunger Game. It's really interesting because I had a lot of similar ideas. Borderline same, but... Borderline same. But like some other different shit. Okay. 
Um, so I'm Let's just going to dive right Let's in. Let's fucking go. So, okay, I think one of the ideas where I'm being radically different from okay. you is that I don't think the Hunger Games starts as a fight to the death. I think it starts... Okay, okay. So like basically, just all fighting over a ham. No, 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 no. First of all, they're they're all the districts have been made, and they're like, uh-huh. I think they started as like, here's an opportunity to send like the best child in your district, and whoever if they're gonna have a little competition, like the U.S. Army, but star cert. That all makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I'm thinking about it, like um, kids bop recruiting. Yeah. Like just yeah. Okay, I like that. S- send your best and finest, and yeah, and then we'll They'll and be in the Mickey Mouse Club. And I do also think that the one of the characters has to be like the child of like one of the top politicians totally and i also i want viola davis to be the president but i also want rachel ziegler to be the daughter of the president mm-hmm. and i don't think that works racially but i'm just gonna let it slide she, there could be an adoption yeah she could adopt her as a good or like look. niece or whatever There's i think it works with your theory of send your best and brightest if the president is being uh like i adopted a baby daughter from one of the poor <laughs> districts and i love her like my own i wouldn't hurt your kids yeah and this i'm gonna send her us. to the hunger games this is good for society yeah and maybe she's like kind of the people's princess a little bit like maybe maybe everybody knows rachel ziegler from like tv being cute and singing maybe she's like a little pageant girl and viola keeps being like nothing's gonna happen to you dear you're just gonna do a little competition with these other kids and we're gonna show everyone that this is gonna be a great civilization (laughs) with like room for upward mobility and like all you need to do is like send your kid off and you could have a chance it's like i like that it's so neoliberal of it yeah Yeah. it's like the Willy Wonka like golden ticket thing mm, and it is like that yeah and that's kind of also the Hunger Games actually it actually literally is like if it weren't for the murder the Hunger Games would be a great opportunity well I meant more in the sense like in Willy Wonka oh, you're Willy getting Wonka. turned into a blueberry you're drowning in the chocolate river that's yeah. Hunger Games Ian yeah and you I'm, could do I'm hungry hun- for all those delicious children there you go <laughs> okay 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 that'd also, be interesting I, I decided to steal from another amazing piece of competition based media mm-hmm. squid games okay yes and i think the hunger games name refers to like a children's game i see i famously have never seen squid game because i found it too troubling at the time it came out yeah but i do think that um that girl in it the big metal girl that's iconic imagery <laughs> she's iconic yeah yes so shout out to her i would love for her to come on the pod <laughs> But yeah, no, I think it's like the Hunger Games is supposed to evoke like King of the Hill. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like out in nature and they're playing little games. There's challenges. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Top yeah exactly. Or like Survivor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's along those lines. At least like that's what the public is told. That's the general setup. Ah. That's how, that's what, also I think Viola Davis, that's what she agrees to. Do you think she genuinely agrees to that? Or do you think she's like, sure, wink? I think she, uh, she has an advisor and I think it's going to be Peter Dinklage. And he's like the right hand of the king, a bad man. Yes. Okay, he's her. a bad person. I like that dynamic. And I don't think she's stupid. I think she knows that Peter Dinklage is, like, planning for more than that. But I think she, like, doesn't want to. She doesn't want to know. She doesn't want to know. And, I mean, her daughter's there. So I think she kind of says to Peter, whatever happens, I want my daughter safe. Okay. So you're just, like, a reverse gender of mine, kind of. Yeah. think Rachel Ziegler's the prize child. Yes. Well, I don't think she's supposed to win necessarily, but I think, like... The game's on her side. She's in there. She's important. Exactly. She's America's favorite contestant. A different thing than winning yeah yeah so and i think peter's whole deal Mm -hmm. is that he thinks a game like this isn't going far enough classic reality show feelings yes (laughs) yes let's push it to the limit 
Yeah. Exactly. And so I think his plan all along is to incite violence. I think in like a Lord of the Flies style way. Oh, that's actually really smart of him. If he's like, the teens just wanted to kill each yes, other. But exactly. they set up the scenario. And that is what they do in reality shows where they don't let them sleep and yes. like, make them drink. Okay, that's smart. And I think he even has like a plant or two in there mm. to like start the murderous part okay. of Okay to your point about like technology i think like they're not supposed to have like weapons or anything in there at all Same. and he like kind of puts them in or like buries them, yeah. or like makes it so that they're gonna find like a rusty old dagger somewhere or foreshadowing like the way like katniss is good at arrows so they make sure there's arrows in the cornucopia yes also i just want to take a minute to say shout out to the hunger games cornucopia what an incredible visual and maybe that's in this version too actually but it's just not filled with weapons it's just filled with like like in Sur- apples or like in survivor when they have like the the, the tube top bandanas that say survivor <laughs> they just have merch in the cornucopia no i meant like the immunity um totem whatever oh, okay, yeah you know okay. what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah 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 that makes sense i do think the visuals of the hunger games are so good and the hunger games weirdly is thanksgiving because of the cornucopia that's a funny that's a funny angle i just think seasonal. it's true it's We're, seasonal yeah and it's autumnal Katniss is a fall girl. They're in the woods. It just feels I think, autumnal. I think a single braid is inherently autumnal. Autumnal. Totally. That's what Taylor Swift has on the cover of like the Folklore album. Autumnal. Autumnal album. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Also, I do. while we're talking about that, I also would like to say a shout out to the Quarter Quell. Yes. One of the best ideas anyone in fiction's ever had. So smart. And that's like BB25. It's, yeah. Big Brother so 25 smart. that just happened where they had to do a whole multiverse thing. It was a thing. crazy season. I that's think so Suzanne Collins could have come up with a better um, angle. I think she could have. She's, what is Suzanne doing right now? She should be working on reality TV, actually. I think she should be like an advisor to the president of the United States. She should do both. She should be the. She should do both. She should be the advisor to Joe Biden and also the president of CBS. Yes. I think that might be like how it works now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's she should be. They that. have weekly conference calls. Anyway. Suzanne for president of just whatever entity. Also, the way that CBS has like Big Brother and followed by like SEAL Team Six or whatever the Messed hell. up. Or that other show FBI like uh, that a bunch true. of old guys. F- it's just called FBI True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's FBI agents fasting at a bar and being like the streets are full of perverts yeah yeah and talking about like drug gangs and yeah coming in from mexico i forgot it was about gangs they're doing racialized yeah yeah yeah. no they're doing some real political heavy lifting on On cbs CBS. i i am a paramount plus subscriber (laughs) you're part of the problem (laughs) i know and i only watch big brother on there but it's a messed up microcosm um anyway so they're playing games there's plants i love that Yes. And okay, I think Hunter Schaefer is in in the Hunger Games. Yeah. Just like as a contestant. And my first thought when I saw Rachel Ziegler's little icon plus Hunter Schaefer's little icon is they have to be lesbian lovers. I was rooting I was it wouldn't fit in my plots, but I thought that too. Something about like the two of their faces next to each other, it just I think it's supposed to be like the contrast of it all. Right. And like Rachel being like the bright eyed, bushy tailed one and then Hunter being like the cool one. Like I think it makes sense. That makes sense. But also, I don't know. I don't know if we're allowed to do that in mainstream. If there movies can be yet. lesbians in the Hunger Games prequel, I thought I literally had this whole talk with myself last night when I was thinking about this movie. Went through the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. And but I'm just gonna say, I think in my happenstance, that they is what lesbian. happened. That's cool. I'm rooting for that. Yeah. yeah. And um, I also agree that President Snow, as a child, has to be in it. But I don't think he's like the son of anyone important. Okay. Like I think he's just another contestant. Okay. 
but i also agree with you like he's slytherin like he is a snake yeah and he is playing the social game like totally. i agree with all that but i also actually i think i mostly completely agree with your characterization of him where he is like kind of innocent at the beginning and mm-hmm. then like gets corrupted over the course of the game yeah and he does like i think he's watching what's happening with like the way that production is clearly setting them up to come yes. to blows he's being like an early career in years two then in that way where he's seeing how the machine works yes. and like playing the game like that like yeah, an and aware I, reality TV contestant yeah exactly exactly like I think he's smart and he knows he can see what's happening before everyone else can like I think Rachel Ziegler she's sweet but a little she's stupid she's innocent so yeah. has a producer mindset yes exactly which is a weapon on the reality show set yeah yeah so Hunter Schaefer and Rachel Ziegler like start their thing like pretty early in the game okay so I think Hunter comes up and like is kind of like oh look if it isn't America's sweetheart, Rachel Ziegler. Oh, because I forgot she's the president. Okay, wait, this is fun. I like that. <laughs> I like this angle. I like it's like, ooh, it's the president's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I I think um, Hunter's definitely like a grew up with nothing like kind of yes and so she's like resentful but i think rachel wins her over because rachel is charming sweetie pie yes sweet girl and i think rachel has never like left her bubble really before and she like doesn't really know what it's like out there like she knows about the war but she just wasn't she's sheltered she's not aware of the problems the average pan am citizens facing exactly yeah that makes sense and i think i think before she goes in the game viola does try to pull her aside and be like look these people that are gonna be on this game they're not like us they're gonna be mean and dirty yeah they're not like your friends from school I hope we get some early scenes of her friends at school who are like the click girls. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. And Rachel's like, what do you mean? But I get along with everyone. Mm. And then she sings to the birds or whatever. And she's being framed as, quote, too good for this world or whatever. Yes. Exactly. That feels like Gen Z media. But yeah, so she is sweet and pure. And I think Hunter kind of comes around. But also, I think it's more like Hunter like is rooting against her at the beginning. But then is like, oh, this girl isn't going to survive. She needs help. She needs help. Okay. Like, she doesn't know how to do. Like, I think Rachel can't win, like, even, like, the simplest totally. competition. Okay, I think literally exact same dynamic. But in mine, the love interest is Snow himself. That makes I sense. I just did heteronormative version. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I like this angle. I think this is a fun movie. And then I think kind of in one of the first competition somebody turns up dead like mm. with like a knife in their back but like people don't know who it is scary and everyone i love this that it's not a murder game but yes. it just is secretly i think that's so smart i think all the kids are like oh shit someone in here is crazy like i think it starts off like kind yeah. of a murder mystery but as it goes they all start turning on each other and it does get fully that violent so fun um so then it keeps going uh I think maybe there's, like, two dead bodies, like, randomly mm-hmm. of, like, maybe whichever kid, like, won the challenge or something. And now there's a culture of fear. Like, everything's different. Oh, Nobody yeah. knows who did it. Nobody trusts each that's other. That's snaky. Yes. If the person who wins the competition is getting murdered, that's yes. some snake shit. And I think, I think people like Snow immediately figure out, like, okay, well, now the game's different. The game has begun. Yes. Exactly. You will. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe, like, one of the first people that dies was someone that President Snow was close to. Mm. Kind of Who like, do you think are the other kids in the game? I could not come up. I think there's, like, a redhead freckly boy. Like, Opie. Okay. Like, young Ron Howard. Ron Weasley. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> Ron Weasley should be in it. I couldn't really quite figure out the age range either. Also, in mine, it's, like, each district, like, elects someone to go. Right. So, that's a different dynamic. Yeah. And I feel like almost, maybe it's all, like, nerdy, like, puzzle solving kids or whatever oh like the smart kid yes okay. that's interesting because that they also have the most potential i would say to go 
murder mode yes yeah because yeah, i think it turns into a game of like strategy really right and i i think like a lot of the elements we see in the later hunger games like the lottery and like what you were saying about like people training for it mm-hmm. like those are later once we realize like the true nature of the game yeah so i feel like if i was gonna pick a candidate to send to the hunger games to a brightest kid comp yes yeah. exactly i would pick yeah like our best and brightest a student who's yeah. like maybe also an athlete but like you know good all-arounder a good all-around kid class president type kid exactly like i wouldn't be sending our ruthless like hockey player who elbows everyone in the face okay not no kids with quote an anger problem yes okay but that is who i'd send to like the hunger games 74 yeah but they need to be trained up yes too totally yeah and the lottery thing is because no one wants to do it but i think maybe like people did want to do it for for the the first first couple that's interesting yeah, because the careers are volunteers in the future, too. Yeah. Like, I think they have to duke it out for who gets to go. Yeah, but yeah. they have the resources to, like, train up for it. I, yeah. I could see this being a situation where, like, in District 12 or whatever, like, the whole district is like, well, we gotta send Katie because she's, like, the smart, great one. Katie, you're gonna pull through for us. And Katie's like, thank you for trusting me with this great honor. Yeah, exactly. Damn, that's excellent positioning. Maybe you should be a fascist leader. This is really... <laughs> This is really smart stuff. (laughs) Okay. So then um, the games continue. And I think somehow at some point we find out that Hunter Schaefer is a plant. Okay. And she's the one who committed the first (gasps) murders. Oh, and she's torn between her love for Rachel and her being a plant. And she's probably getting paid to be a plant. And I bet her mom has cancer is like getting money for it or some shit. Totally. Our our heartstrings are being pulled. Oh, that's so good. And I think when Rachel finds out, she just can't even understand. She can't wrap her head around it. She's one of those people who's so, too, quote, too good for this world, but it makes her kind of dumb. She I see is that dumb. too. She yeah. is dumb. And I think um, then she, like, runs away from Hunter Schaefer. And then she encounters a bunch of kids who, a like, have killer. hated her this whole time. Yeah. And then they kill her. <gasps> and I think she dies. And then I think um, Hunter, I feel like, goes on a rampage and is, like, really upset. Mm-hmm. But I think she actually also dies. <sighs> And then President Snow kills her in like a chill way. Like he yes. sneaks on in act three. Exactly. Okay. And I think President Snow wins, but it's almost like he was just flying under the radar the whole time and like somehow pulled it out. Pulled it out. And I think he's like as shocked as anyone else, but he is like, wow, like my social game was brilliant. Like I did. <laughs> I should run for president. Yeah. I actually slay it. I think he's people. acting like Jag from the latest Big Brother winner. If you <laughs> haven't watched it, guys, tune in. It's and, on Paramount Plus. Okay. So the guy who won the season is this guy who like did win all the competitions and i don't think snow is like that right like i don't think he's winning all the competitions but like in his last speech he was like every single one of you who got voted out that's blood on my hand your blood is on my, my hands. hands the craziest most evil <laughs> shit anyone could say yeah because he it was true yeah and he positioned himself as like the mastermind of the whole house which he was in the winning ba- is about positioning season yeah and i think snow kind of like changes spins the narrative like that at the end I like, okay, I want there to be a scene after Snow wins where he meets Viola Davis. Mm -hmm. And I think she's hating him. Maybe, I think maybe he was involved with the killing of of her her daughter. daughter. And she's hating him. And he's like, you have to give me the keys to the freaking castle. Mm. I won the Hunger Games, like it or not. Right. For that to be the ending of this movie is Viola Davis having to like... Hug. Hug President Snow after he yeah. killed her sweet daughter is so fucked up and like, yes. damn. And I think she's kind of crying, but she this is the future. But she's still this president and at what cost? At what freaking cost? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the And that's of, the Hunger Games, baby. Yep. 
songbirds and snakes. Mm-hmm. Warning. Now's the part of the episode where we at least kind of reveal what really happens. Spoilers ahead. Ding! Okay, so full disclosure, we weren't going to do a reveal for this one. But then the night that we recorded this, I went out to dinner with my friend Kylie. And she told me the entire plot to the book version of this. And I was so shocked that I was like, we have to talk about this. But Sam decided that she actually doesn't want to be spoiled for this because she wants to watch it in theaters at 2 p.m. So it's just me. But also for real, if you want to watch this movie at all, don't listen to this part. This book is fully from President Snow's perspective. And guess what? He's not in the Hunger Games. So basically, we're just watching the Hunger Games from the outside. Now, I'm sure in a movie, it would be a little more active than that. But still, sounds like a snooze fest to me. And it's actually the 10th Hunger Games and not the first, which I I feel like that's a missed opportunity from Suzanne. So President Snow is just a mentor to the Hunger Games and his tribute is Rachel Ziegler's character who's from District 12, which like, can we pick a different district for a change? And she does sing, that's her whole thing. So songbird alert, but she also loves snakes because she's quirky, I guess. Um, And obviously he's training her and they fall in love and he can't bear to see her get hurt in the Hunger Games. So he sneaks into it to help her win, which like the Hunger Games, I know you can't just go in and out of that shit, right? That is a closed up event. Kylie also told me that this Hunger Games just takes place in a stadium, like just a regular like SoFi stadium. And you just basically to go in, you just have to go through security. As for the games themselves, it's pretty much just a bunch of kids in the stadium waiting each other out. Apparently, somebody dies of rabies. And then Rachel does win the Hunger Games due to the cheating. But this happens halfway through the book. And then there's an entire second half of the book that I don't even want to get into because it's so boring. Eventually, Snow and his girlfriend Rachel get into a fight and try to kill each other. And he possibly does kill her. And then starts his political career that ends with him being president. And that's the book. Oh, and uh, Sam was actually pretty right about um, Hunter Schaefer's role in this. Uh, She plays Snow's cousin, who's not in the game. And I'm not really sure what role she even has. Look, basically, Kylie told me that this book was a really boring read. And I'm sure the movie will at least be a little bit more engaging. But I like our ideas better. Am I allowed to say that? It's okay. Sam's not here. Don't tell her I said that. Okay. Bye, everyone.